Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. It'll all be pretty loose and fun, but the one thing we're going to call it the social media paradox because people forget like what they're doing. One, that it's not real. Right. Like control your breathing. It's right. not real. Right. It's not a real place. No. But two, that these are private companies, dude. So right? your your First Amendment right has nothing. Ah. Just, that doesn't apply. Anyway, we'll get to that. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> Welcome <Ashley>. back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment podcast with your favorite host, Pastor Jim Parkin, and the producer extraordinaire, Ashley Chandler. I feel like I'm getting what more is up? ridiculous with the introductions as the seasons go on, if we can call it that. Hey, so good. it can't be too ridiculous. No, it's fun. Dude, we got to see, uh, so for those of you that didn't listen last week, this week at Freedom Center Church is the kids summer VBS and this year it's explore and it's all mm-hmm. science-based it's super fun um but we ran in so it's been fun tonight's the second night and we've been dropping kids off and seeing other families and stuff so that was pretty oh, yeah. fun seeing your kids and Carrie last night and you there getting Nick and I being able to chit chat with you and we saw Mr. Burton yeah. tonight so that was fun uh, hearing some crazy fire stories from last week and stuff. Dude. So <laughs> it's just yeah. yeah, people are people are people in out there, and it gets crazy, man. It does. Things happen. Things happen. Stuff catches on fire. You know, and so you know, some of you have a job because of that. So that's great. That's right. <laughs> Guaranteed work for life because yeah. of so no tomfoolery. It's a neat, neat time of the year, but I always forget, you know, we we go into vacation mode and kids are home and all the fun stuff and, you know, the beach and all that stuff. And for a lot of your industry, it's it starts getting pretty hairy during the summer, you mm-hmm. know, with just... Well, yeah, dude, with the heat, you know, and the things and... Yeah. People start having those parties and barbecues and bonfires, <laughs> you know. Having a couple beers a, while they're doing it, you know. And Yeah, that's what everyone always says. They had two beers. <laughs> had two beers. How much did you have to drink, sir? Two oh, beers. Two uh-huh. beers. Two beers yeah, before dude, I You drank yourself into a seizure on two beers. That's amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So this week, I bought a motorcycle. You did, sir. And yes. I was a, I have to just say that then within about a 24-hour period the other uh um married Chandler in the household said that well you know Parkin has a motorcycle. I I think I really want one too. <laughs> it's and a good I, idea, dude. It well We don't need to discuss whether that's a good idea for this household, but I'm very happy for you that you got yourself a motorcycle. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man. No, but you you and Brent and Danny all went and got looked at this motorcycle, didn't you? Yeah. So to to tell the story, so Carrie and I went up north, up to Traverse City last week. 
And on the way, we were talking about like bucket list stuff, places we want to go and or without kids. And so she asked me like what I was thinking about. And I was like, it's more of like what I want, which is a motorcycle. <laughs> and she was like, really? No kidding. We started looking for a motorcycle. And we had like an agreed upon price range and with, excuse me, with Harleys, it's easy to find that. Right. So I spent the end of last week, by the end of last week, I mean, Thursday and Friday. (laughs) Yeah. Thursday and Friday ish looking on marketplace and found a 1993 Harley Davidson fat boy for 5,000 bucks reached out to the dude and the rest is history. So the motor is the motorcycle really called a fat boy or is yeah. it really? Yeah. Harley Davidson. Fat. I'll send you a link later of the history of that. <laughs> it's like really super cool, man. That's cool. Super cool. Cause especially for this podcast and ministry, cause it has to do with like, obviously America, but like, like the wars and stuff like that. Oh, okay. There's some cool history behind it. I'll send you the okay. link. You'll okay. be, you'll be pleasantly surprised how cool cool. it is. Okay. Anyway, so now I have it. It's in the garage, riding that thing around in the middle school parking lot yesterday. It's so fun. It's just so so ridiculous. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. And then today we went and we picked up our camper. You did. You, You guys are doing all the cool things. I love it. Well, listen, dude. So, and all of this is based on, like being able to clear up debt. You don't yeah. have any debt yeah. except for my stupid lease, which we're working on. We have plans for that. Yep. Yeah. So get up, get rid of that. And then just like, That's I'm so telling cool. you guys, you do whatever you can to have no debt. And it yeah. doesn't matter. Like literally what matters, but it doesn't matter so much how much you get paid when you're not like a slave to right. the people you owe. Right. No, I 100% agree. Guys, we had like a mortgage payment and student loans for the longest time. And we were like, it'll be a dream. It'll be literally a dream if we ever get out of these student loan debts. And now that we are, and we paid off our cars and stuff, and it just, we really wanted for so long to be able to make decisions based off of what was right for our family and not based off of what paycheck we had or the bills that we had and stuff. So. And honestly, it never quits because even this week, Nick and I were just today, we were talking about how do we need to continue to redesign or re-engineer the way that we do life so that we can have those, the, the, the freedom to make those decisions that are right for what we need to do, you know, because that, that's just really cool. It's been really cool to be able to see you guys just be able to do those things. And Yeah, dude, because it's like, for one, you should never, ever, and like, you know, like Brent, we talked about and Dan, they came down with me and they looked at it and they went like fine tooth comb. Yeah. yeah wrote yeah. it, you know, listened to it, ran through the gears to make sure it was good. But, but those guys too, man, they're like, yeah, I'd never ever finance a motorcycle ever. Yeah. Like don't finance toys. Don't get them until you can just get them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so if we weren't in the position to just do it, we were never going to do it. Right. But with both things, with both, the camper and the motorcycle. Yeah. And, and so that's why it's been such a long time dream. It's been like 10 years, you know, and then we get close, but then I would have like, for real, we get close. We're like, okay, I think I can, I have this money to put towards this and I can do this thing. 
oh, what? What's that you say? Go to Haiti. Oh, we'll go to Haiti. Yeah. And then again, yeah. save up, save up, save up. Oh, what's that? Cuba? Yep. We'll go yeah. there and we'll dig ditches yeah. and we'll do that. So, and for real, we talk about, you know, everything in God's time and is God's timing and, yeah. and all that stuff. And he blesses, man. He, you dream dreams and he blesses them or he puts you in a whole different direction. So, yeah. I am, amen to that. No, that's, so and that's true. all. And so that's, that is the motorcycle story. That's really cool. That's really cool. That's so fun. So, yeah. And what else? Oh, we were getting started. And this is important because I'm still watching my friends and stuff and family being all shot out over social media and, and how they feel. And they feel like they're being shut down and censored. And so I saw this from another dude that, that I'm buddies with. And he calls it, I'm stealing this from him. He calls it the social media paradox. It's because it's something that we forget is that these are privately owned companies. So freedom of speech does not apply. And we are the product. Right. These companies, they have their platforms, we're the product that they trade with each other. It's all the algorithms and all that other crap. It's why, like, so I was looking at Harleys, so now the only thing that comes across my thing is mm -hmm. motorcycle stuff. Mm-hmm. Motorcycle stuff, this is what I see on Instagram. Motorcycles right now and first responder and veteran nonprofits. And that's it. Yeah. Seriously. And that's it. Seriously. And that's how it's used. So you're not being censored. You're speaking into a private company's platform, which they decide what is okay and what's not okay. And it's because it's theirs. There's nothing you can do. So either choose your words more wisely or shut it down and go outside. It's summertime. Right. Right. That's the thing I heard. One of my favorite quotes from the whole 2020 debacle is that all of these things are just empty platforms without us. Yeah. But I use all of them to promote this podcast. Right. So I, mean, I use yeah, some of them to put out the information we need to put out and to share things and to put scripture out and to, you know, right. right. So just, it is what it is. And like my boy says, control your breathing. He always says that <laughs> and it makes me so mad. But when he's telling you to like basically shut up, calm down. Yeah. That's what he'll tell me. Control your breathing. I want to pop him in his mouth. So he'll say, control your breathing, man. Control your breathing. Like, oh, Whatever. I know. But I mean, it's true, though. And I, I think that it's good to share information. It's good to be able to reach out to each other and have a way to connect and oh, find yeah. people and stuff. Like, it is, it is so helpful. But it's just a tool. And it's not. I mean, even what uh, Pastor Jim Wiegand was saying in church, I think not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before, is that you, the bonding chemicals that you have in your body when you hang out with people and you're with loved ones or give somebody a hug, like all these mm -hmm. things. I don't know if it was like serotonin or what it was, but you literally can't have that through a screen. And so it, as great as these technologies are and as wonderful and helpful as they are, they are just a tool. Mm -hmm. 
you know. Yeah. So we just have to, I mean, we said this, I think, a, a, probably a few weeks ago. We just have to be responsible. We just have to be intentional and thoughtful and responsible. And it doesn't replace actual <sighs> real-life conversation. Right. It's you not know? real. This is not real. It's a platform. It's a place but it's not reality. And like some people, it's okay to use it. Like if you're venting, you want to get something off your chest, you want to make a point, you want to stand up for something or whatever. This It's a space, it's an avenue, but there also has to be an action to your reaction. You, yeah. You're mad at something and you empty it all out you know, on your screen or whatever. And then you end up just feeling empty. You know, there's gotta be more steps. There has to be an action step. It's like our government does, you know, they all right now, the big thing is all the South border and the crisis. And so we have a humanitarian crisis, but no one's doing anything. Right. They all keep taking taxpayer funded trips down there to go down there, look at it and blame each other. But still, dude, still, <laughs> all these families are just down there in this mess. It's like the crazy, whatever your opinion on immigration is, right now that doesn't matter. Because I'm just specifically talking about the humanitarian portion of it. Yeah. There's people and there's too many of them in one spot and there's not enough resources and still no one's doing anything. They're just going down, blaming each other. And like you say that a lot. Right. You say that's cool. But what are you actually doing? Yeah. What What is what am I called to do in a part of this? And and that's something that, you know, I'll be honest, I, I kind of struggle with sometimes because I'm definitely that person that if I leave my TV on all day long, I could really feel like the worst human being in the world because I'm not doing anything about anything, <laughs> you know, and right. just kind of get into that rabbit hole, you know, of but I, I think this is where as believers as people that have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ that say that he's our Lord and Savior, that we want to be following him and obedient to him. That's okay, Lord, what what are you waking me up today to do? What is my part of this kingdom that you have called me to contend for and fight for? And I think that if if we're all being responsible and obedient with what each of our pieces, then a lot of this stuff works out. And it doesn't mean that I'm being ignorant to all these other things on the side, but it does. It's that careful responsibility to be staying in our lane that we talked about a few weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. you know, of doing that portion. And if I'm supposed to move my entire family down to Texas to be doing something about border things, then maybe I'm supposed to do that. But, and, and, and we all, you know, we all reflect that in different ways, too. And so that's just something that I, I try so hard to just, what am I supposed to do here? Like, well, what is my right. responsibility here? Well, so, like, I'll say this. So what we do, you and I, every week, Sunday or Tuesday, usually Tuesday, tonight extra late because we have Explore going on and we're just right. shifting. Right. So we put out this content every week. And I'm, so I'm going to take it back to Sat Friday. They had Sylvia had their prison project yeah. fundraiser. Yeah. So she had asked me to go down and sit in the dunk tank 
which sidebar the Fenton kids are like dead eyes, dude, throwing strikes, put me in that water like a hundred times in 15 minutes. It was, it was like every single time clank splash. It was nuts, but whatever. Anyway, I didn't know so that you did Sheriff that. Swanson, you know, she asked, yeah, she asked a long time ago and I was like, of course, but that's really cool. So Sheriff Swanson spoke and he was talking about the ghost unit and doing like getting these girls out of trafficking situations yeah. and all the things. And so they have these operators, right? Those guys are police and they have like the sheriff deputies are involved and they have like former Navy SEALs and special forces guys and all these elite people doing the action step. And then you have like Sylvia and Allison and they're putting together this aftercare. Yeah. Like live in thing and all this stuff. And there's all these yeah. steps. Yeah. But what we're doing right here, our little part of that is we're providing content and encouragement and these things to help those dudes at the top be able to do what they do. Yeah. So like everybody all the way down in life has their own little piece to do. Yeah. You know, and not everybody's going to have like the, like the big Superman chest hero thing. They did the thing. Right. But right. everyone has their place all the way to the people that just give money, not just, but right. their place right. is to give money to kingdom builders, which supports us to do yeah. our thing yes. so we can support them to do their thing. So like the whole idea of just staying in your lane, doing what you do, that's like, that's key. That is key for success. That'll give you an enjoyable, successful life. Like, don't worry about like, don't worry about what we're doing here. Just, or start a podcast, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. Like I have one buddy that him and his wife are starting a podcast. They're doing a podcast talking about like, uh, what do they call self-care okay. like that being a first responder and doing the things and how important it is to take care of yourself so you can continue to do that's really cool. The deal or whatever, but you know, it's just, yeah, it's just doing what for us is doing what God has called us to do and the, the position he's put us in. And if that changes, right. Then the key becomes obedience. Right. But really that's all we're doing now. Cause it would have been easy, right. To be like, ah, We'll just record next week. Yeah. But we've been intentional and consistent up until now. So Okay. Did you did you ever watch Friends a lot? Were you ever into that show? And no, I can't stand that show. Oh, okay. Well there is there, I know, you just found oh, no. out something about me. She's about to shut it down. You know, it's it's all right because I wasn't super thrilled about you encouraging my husband about a motorcycle. So, you know what? You're just going to have to deal with the friend episode reference here for a hot second. It's fine. It all evens out. No, there's an episode where the boys are throwing a ball back and forth and they wouldn't drop it. And so for like a couple hours, they kept doing this thing and they didn't want to let it go. They didn't want to like mess right. with the rhythm that they yeah. had going, you know? And I, I think, you know, it would have been, I think the problem for me with reposting on a week that we hadn't planned, I think it goes back to just, again, um, not being intentional. And, and not that, like, 
we have so much grace. Like, we've got all these other things going on and stuff, and it, it would have been fine. But I just want to give my best, and I knew that I could make that happen this week. And so, and so we're here, and we're doing this, you know? And so, right. gosh, I, what Sylvia and those guys have done in these last few years has just blown me away. Because I remember I, I got to sit next to her at the EcoCast conference and she, that was the day that she was like, this is what's what I've been rolling around with and this is what I've been contemplating and I and I think that this could be a thing. Mm-hmm. And and here she is now. I mean, what is that? Two two yeah, years it's only later? It's been a couple of years. It's only yeah. been a couple of years. And they raised, uh, I believe, around twenty thousand dollars Friday night. Yeah, they did twenty grand. So it's just because one so person decided w- to spend the time and the energy right. because they knew that this is what they needed to do, and now all the people. I mean, there's a board now. I mean, yeah. there's there's monthly givers. There's people that are this whole community of people that are coming around the prison project. Right. You know, for kids in our county right now. I mean, just, it's just crazy to me because one person believed that it could be done. And so then it, it just built on top of that, you know? And so what's cool too about that, and here's where it gets connected to what we're doing. So when she started that, she's like, you have the keys, you have the connection to like the sheriff and the people in the county. Will you be my vice president? And at the time, TLE was kind of flowing along, doing our thing. We had the podcast. There was no stinking pandemic. So there was time and all this other thing. I was like, yeah, I can do that. And then the next thing you know, you know, it's end of 19 and we're in 20. And now it's like, I just like, you know, and then it's God saying, you got to do this house church this time, you know, and I'm like, okay. And I'm trying to do all the things, but she was the one thing. I was like, listen, I got to step down. I can't be at these meetings every week. It's time for us to take with what, like what you're doing with TLE and step on the gas. Yeah. And she was like, okay, cool. I get it. But then COVID, right. And then really, okay, now we can't gather. So we really only have, we can do this podcast each week and we can be diligent with that. And then, so that's what we did. Like, regardless, it didn't matter how bad my, whatever day we recorded was, we were putting out content. And I think that's, I'm super proud of us for that, by the way, that was, that's a big deal. Just that consistency each and every week, keeping people encouraged, even when a lot of times it was just encouraging to me, if if I'm totally honest, selfishly, I was doing it as my form of journaling. You know, and then now we're in a position where we're going to, you know, I'm lining us up to do our thing and start, you know, providing the service for first responders and veterans that we're called to provide. And so it's all good things, man. It's just been, it's different for us because I had to be there doing the actual job that, that I'm paid to do. you know, during, during, during a pandemic and whatnot. And so, but you know, so I it mean, was Sylvia weird. Had to, I don't want to share too much of Sylvia's story. You'll have to connect with her, but I mean, she went through 
well, 2020 last year, they got her back. They needed her back, but then they laid yeah. a bunch of people off and stuff. So yep. she's been in this weird place of like she works, but then she has all this extra time magically in a way to mm-hmm. be able. I mean, it's been a full time job for her to get right. this thing started. And she was feeling bad just to have the board approve her to have a little bit of gas money. I'm like, Sylvia, you, you're, you're, you're running, you're doing the thing, you know? And, and, uh, right. And that's, and that's the faith piece, right? Yeah. And I'll be transparent here. Like what the plans we have for, for a lighthouse experiment is that this will be my thing. Yeah. You know, this is service that, that will be long overdue. And then there's, there's topics to talk about, and there's guests to have on and there's services to provide, but this is like a lot of this is my exit strategy. So I'm not like 60 or 55 or whatever, and still ripping calls, you know, it's starting to like, honestly at 51 it's starting to take its toll. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's just a different feels way different at 51 than it did at That's 40 or 38 or whatever. Yeah. However old the heck old I was when I started. <laughs> 17 years of doing this, and I'm 51. So I don't know if you can, you're an accountant. You should be able to rip that off in your head. Yeah, but I use, I use all was my I programs 34? now. I think I was 34. 34. I've been Jim, 34. It's after months, five, so. and I use accounting software to, to calculate everything. You know, you, if I had a quarter for every time somebody said, you're an accountant, why? Yeah, my mental math is not great. Okay, you're 51 minus 17. That, yeah, 34. If we put that in perspective, I'm not calling you old, but it means that I could have started a new career two years ago and I'm just starting. Uh-huh. And, and I think yeah. that that's why I'm really excited to have, like, BJ on or these other folks that have done another career and then decided to go into one of these industries right? because it's never too late. I was talking with uh, one of my coworkers the other day and we we're talking about what we would have been had we not gone into the field that we did. And he chose um, engineering, like mechanical engineering. And I asked him why. And he said, well, a lot of it was just because my family said, Oh, you're good at that. Oh, you're good at that. And so he just ended up kind of going to that field because he figured that would be a good fit for him. Um, but I almost wonder those of us that maybe have some other dreams and passions, but we're just like, ah, I, you know, I don't know. And I, and I think that that's a lot of where we love to share so much of our story and our testimony of what God has done in our lives. You know, like what, what God has done in, you know, the Parkin family, simple things like getting out of debt. The fact that Carrie went back to school, like you've become a pastor, like all these things, like it's. <laughs> like you know what I mean? dream gig after dream gig it's crazy it's just this is so silly it's it but it's it's so fun though and then you take people like nick and i where we just love seeing people believe in their dream like it's uh, it's not silly it's not crazy like it can really happen and and the thing is is that we have the unfair advantage because if god said this is for you then it's for us Right. You know, what I, you know what I mean? Like, there's no ifs or questions. I mean, the, all the questions of how it's going to work and how it's going to play and all the faith and trust in that. But when I know 
that this is something from God that he's given me to do, then I, there, there's a peace in that. Then I, I get to just, the best that I can, enjoy the ride and not get so wound up about all the details every day, you know? And just right. be present in it, you know? And and that's the thing. I think for Nick and I, we see, we see people that are just like, oh, I wish, you know, this or whatever. I'm like, no, babe, like you, you could really do that. If that's really what God has for you. Yeah, just do the thing. Do it. I mean, there's so much that it's almost like you come alive again to be able to really yeah. breathe and, and live the way that we're meant to live, you know? And, and so, you know, I wouldn't well, see it so much as your exit strategy as like a continu- season. It, yeah. A continuation <laughs> of like the giftings that God has like grown in you and called you to do because you, you've always been somebody that has been like pastored or mentored people all along. Right. And mm-hmm. now it's just been fun because you've been able well, to put titles to it, you know, it's, it's cool too. Cause like really, so I did the army and so I'm in service to my country. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I got out and I had all these jobs and they were just jobs and I sucked at them. I didn't like it. And then I joined the fire department and that's it. Like literally that's when it like started to fi- like fire, like started to spark in me. And it was yeah. like that. And then I got into EMS and I realized that what I was created for was to be in service. That's cool. And I can't, anything else I can't, it's like, that's breathing. And whether it's pastoring or paramedicing or fire department or whatever, it's, it's just, that's what I was wired to do. And it's like I said, the episode we had Chuck Hova on, if I'm not doing that, I'm like this shopping cart with one bad wheel. Like it's, and you know how that feels like, you know, everybody gets the bad flat wheel sharpening part from time to time, but that's what, that's what living's like. Yeah. And so it's important. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like I've shared before, like Joe Rogan says about starting a podcast. Well then just start a podcast. Well, if same thing applies, if your dream is to do art or photojournalism or write or whatever it is, just do that. Just do it. Yeah. Like, don't wait around. Just do the thing. And whatever. If that doesn't work out, then whatever. But it just sucks to see people and to, I know people that have big dreams and they just. They put it off. I get it too. It's sketchy to jump off and try something new. Super sketchy. You know, but. But it's so fun. Yeah, man. It's so fun. And I think that that's what's been so fun coming along this journey with you and Carrie and the other Lighthouse Experiment folks and stuff that have been a part of this or are currently on, you know, like there's been so many pieces of this, even in the short, like going on four years that this has been. And it's been, it's just been really cool to have a couple of other weirdos that are like, yeah, we could do that. Let's do it. <laughs> you know? And like, what, well, yeah, what if man. we did this? And what if we, you know, whatever. And, um, there's so much life in that. And I think that like what you're saying, there's such a spark and there's such, you know, it's contagious. And then to be able to meet these other folks and these other families and everybody's got their thing and to just, and and my you know my I really feel like my calling has always been to just encourage people, and just to tell them that they can do it. You know, God's right. 
God loves you. He's called you. He's with you. You can do this. Like, go for it, you know? It's nuts. It is. It's four it's years, really nice. huh? Well, I think, well, yeah, because we started, we established this in 2017. On the week of Summer Spectacular, so this, I might add. Yes. Oh, that, oh, man, that blows my, okay, so guys, four years ago, during Summer Spectacular, Jim told me, so I was talking to Sheriff Swanson, and I was telling him about how I wanted to start this podcast, but I don't have any of the stuff for it. Well, backtrack one week, Nick and I were like, oh, we bought all this, like, equipment for, like, music and sound stuff, and we didn't use it for six months, and we were talking about selling it. I'm like, no, I feel like we're supposed to use it for something. And then just a few days later, I run into you at Summer Spectacular, and I'm like, I know what we're supposed to use all this equipment for. I'm like, we, we got it all. You can use it. We can start recording. And then... um. I think that next week, that Sunday, must have been Sunday because you work on Saturdays and mm-hmm. showed up with Jason and we just went over ideas of what what this thing was going to get called. Like starting a Facebook page. Oh, yeah, dude. Registering oh, for yeah. an LLC. <laughs> it's been, it's amazing, dude. And it's like, yeah, all the little pieces, all the little but the, yeah, that's four years little, ago, Jim. That's four years ago. We've been plugging away. Yeah, that blows my mind because I, I think all the time just it's scratching funny. the surface. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we, I mean, it's it's like any process, right? You just get more fine tuned and strategic and honed in to what that mission is and and what your calling is. Your your message get, gets clearer and stuff and. You just gain that momentum, you know. I, I'll say that 2020 really helped us really know our mission and our passion that much more. Mm-hmm. I'll say. And uh, no, that's wild. That's wild to think of it like that. Well, right on. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I'm going to do this, though. We're going to do something new this season. Ooh, what? On the TLE podcast. Ooh, I'm going to give you a little teaser for what we're talking about next Tuesday or Monday, Sunday Ooh. or whenever. Okay. Next week's episode. We're talking about, you know how so, well, in society, the world at large and social media and whatnot, talking about veterans. Yeah. We hear all the time about the number 22, right? Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about 22. We're going to talk about what's real and what's not. We're going to talk about how, what it really is, is just branding. Okay. So we're going to get a veteran guest on here. It's a surprise guest, so you better tune in. But we're going to talk about that. Ooh, I'm excited. That's that. Hey, if you guys haven't come to House Church yet, you should check us out. First thing. Second, have a great week. Third, thank you, Kingdom Builders and Freedom Center Church. Yes, thank you so much. For your continued love and support. And that's it. Ashley, want to close us out? Sure. With some amazing words. Sure. I love you all. You guys have a great week. Thank you for being on this journey with us. And if you need anything, like always, please reach out. Um, Come hang out with us if you have any questions. But um, we're here for you. We're walking this out with you. And have a phenomenal week. Boom.
see ya.